Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast, back at it again. Breaking news. Well, actually, it happened Wednesday night. I decided I'd been kicking around. I was like, this is kind of my perfect Super Bowl. I got the 49ers. Know a lot of people there. Follow this team very closely. The Chiefs, several friends on the staff. uh, Probably my favorite team, not the Niners. Probably might be my favorite team in the league just to watch. And I go, what am I doing? Why don't I go? And then I was getting some texts like, are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? From And I said, you know what? I'm not going to be Scrooge here. I'm going. So about Wednesday night, I realized I pulled the trigger. And now I'm going to South Beach, some place that I have. When I was scouting, I went to a game against the Dolphins. But because of maybe a female, I stayed in Fort Lauderdale, which was pretty sweet. Uh, but I, I've never been to South Beach. So I'm going to go to South Beach for the first time, take in 49ers, take in Chiefs. Uh, you know, I don't, I didn't get VIP invites in the mail or anything. It's okay. We'll just be out with the blue collar people. And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, at John Middlecoff is also where we do the Middlecoff mailbag. I'll be, I'll just be doing Insta stories and pictures nonstop. And same with Twitter. But I'll be all over the streets. I'm just going to be roaming record a couple podcasts, just get a feel for what the hell is going on, and get us ready for the game. Because that, that's the whole point of this event is the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not planning on going to the game unless someone with the Niners gives me like really cheap or free tickets, which is probably not going to happen. But I, I was thinking about it. I would. I think I would definitely be able to get, if I did stay and go to the game, into the Niner party would be a lock. 
Chiefs one would be a little more difficult. Just, I mean, it's, I feel like a helicopter dad flying in, but I do think I can get into that party. There are probably just a, a small number of teams. If I went to the Super Bowl, I could legitimately go to the team party. Uh, so, you know, if, if I, I don't know, I, I'm not opposed. My, my flight flies back on Friday, but you know, if things change and, and, and I can finagle my way into the, into the stadium come Saturday or Sunday night, you never know. I, I'm a, I'm a hybrid that way. I travel light. I, I, I can be fluid quickly, but I, but I'm excited. I, I'm really excited for the game. We're going to dive into a couple things just on this game. Not a lot going on. Uh, some some coaching movement. I guess some things became official. We'll, we'll dive on that at the end. With the I, I did a little quarterback carousel on what I think should happen with Brady, Rivers, Cam, Dalton, and, and Jameis. And then, like always, Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff. That's at John Middlecoff. It's my Insta. Is my Twitter. Probably find me on Facebook, but Facebook kind of stinks. But yeah, you can find me on all those social media platforms and slide up in those DMs on Insta and I'll answer your questions here. But but I wanted to start with something, and I've been thinking a lot about this, right? Like when you leave it, what's the point of quitting or leaving a job? You usually want to find a better job. Why do you usually break up with somebody or get a divorce? Because you don't want to be with them anymore. Ideally, you want to find someone you like more. What happens all the time, I mean, it happens in sports, but in football, nonstop every year. Coaches are fired. And why are coaches fired? Not just because, usually it's because they do a bad job. Or, I mean, we can justify it. Sometimes they do a good job and they're still fired. Uh, but, but often, and I would say 99% of the time, it's pretty simple. The team wants to upgrade. They think they can find a better coach. That is the entire point of anything that, that breaks, right? The reason you break up, you try to upgrade. The reason you fire your coach, you're just trying to upgrade. Now, we have seen, just like we all know people that, get, that break up with someone and they cannot upgrade. It happens all the time in football. You fire a coach and you think you upgraded. Or you definitely go into the hiring cycle trying to upgrade. Sometimes there's a huge element of luck. When you look at both these two teams, let's start with the Chiefs. In 2013, I was just Googling this. I remember it. I mean, I was I was actually working in college at the time, in college scouting, so I wasn't in the office when, when Coach Reed got fired. I was on the West Coast. He got fired Monday morning or whatever, Black Monday. And he was the Kansas City Chiefs coach within the next couple weeks. And Kansas City had fired Scott Pioli and Todd Haley and that entire disaster, right? And they were searching for a better coach. And they got pretty lucky because Andy Reid's don't get fired that often. And they kind of lucked into it. And I'm not, I'm giving them credit for being aggressive and making the hire. But when you're hiring a coach, you are like the Dallas Cowboys this year, they hired Mike McCarthy. They were lucky Mike McCarthy was available. Same with the Washington Redskins, who got Ron Rivera, who you would say those two hires were probably the two most normal hires. They got lucky that there were a couple guys that have had a lot of success that were available. Ask the Giants. They end up with Joe Judge. Ask the Carolina Panthers. I, I like the Matt Rule hire, but they spent $60 million on a guy that I'm th- pretty sure is coaching the NFL like one year. Now, he's long resume at Temple and Baylor. That ain't uh, the, the Big 12, ain't the Eagles and the Cowboys. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, in the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints, a little different animal now. But you're, you're thinking that you can do better. 
or take the next step. Because when they hired Andy Reid, they had the number one overall pick. They ended up with Eric Fisher, who's still their left tackle to this day. When you look at the San Francisco 49ers, I had a front row seat for when they fired, mutually departed, however you want to describe it, with Jim Harbaugh. That was crazy. It wasn't as crazy when it finally happened because there had been like a year buildup. If you remember, there was a report that came out of Florio reported that the Browns had called and inquired about Harbaugh during the Combine. After his third season, he'd been to three straight NFC Championship games, and that was a nutty story. Everyone thought Florio was full of shit, and it turns out there was smoke, and there was fire, and it was a disaster. But they went with Jim Tom Sula because they thought that he would be better for their organization. Train wreck. Next year, somehow they end up with Chip Kelly. Don't ever forget this. When you think Jim Tom Sula, who's all, who always be like a Jeopardy version when it comes to football coaches of like, who's the guy that took over for Harbaugh? Jim Tom Sula, how many games did he win? One? He won five. <laughs> he went five and 11. It feels like he won two, maybe one. He won five. Because the next year with Chip Kelly, they won two. And it was just a disaster. They fired everyone. A lot like Kansas City. Now, Kansas City actually fired Scott Pioli after they hired Andy. But the writing was on the wall. With San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan wasn't even their first choice. They wanted Josh McDaniels. Do you know what Josh McDaniels ended up doing? He turned them down. Now, Kyle Shanahan was like Josh McDaniels, but younger, had never been a head coach, but was leading the top offense in the league by a wide margin in the Atlanta Falcons. So they hired Kyle Shanahan. But at the time, there was like, is Kyle Shanahan really head coach? Cool, skinny guy, dad the coach, you know, dad Mike Shanahan. It was not like everyone knew in Kansas City. I don't think I'm as big of a Coach Reed guy as you'll meet. It went a lot smoother, a lot earlier than even I envisioned. They made the playoffs immediately. They've now made the playoffs six or seven years. Clark Hunt couldn't be any more excited with this hire. It was a little different for the 49ers, but here's where I will give Jed credit. He was on the right guys. I mean, everyone's wanted Josh McDaniels for the last four or five years. He just won't take any jobs. Until the Giants, I guess, supposedly don't want to hire him. They want Joe Judge, the other guy on the Patriots staff. The Kyle Shanahan, little riskier, but they gave him a long contract. Three years later, they're in the Super Bowl. I'm sure many of you have seen the video that went viral when he's standing next to the ref during the NFC Championship game, and he points at, I think it's Savage, the safety. He's like, watch, Kittle's going to release. He's going to hold him when he tries to run an out route. It's exactly what happened. The ref threw the flag. The guy is just like a boy genius. I mean, he's just, he's incredibly bright when it comes to football stuff. I'm sure he is non-football stuff too. He's even said, I'm actually only smart with football stuff. It's weird how sports guys, like I can remember bits and pieces of different things, but you can be like, oh yeah, you remember uh, you remember when Allen Iverson came to Sacramento in 1999? I'd be like, yeah, he had 49 points. You know, I mean, I was there, but I mean, you can just, the things you remember as a sports fan, you're like, why can't I remember you know, like uh, American history. Well, why can't I remember other things that actually impacted this world? I can just remember. Yeah, I remember when Barry Bonds, uh, you know, in the first game of the playoffs against the Atlanta Braves, when, you know, you just remember these weird things as a sports fan, yet you don't remember anything else. You're like, oh my God, I forgot my anniversary. Just the way it works. But it, it, it really is wild that both these two teams are in this situation because they do they did what every team usually beside like the Patriots and like the 
Steelers attempt to do every three, four, some five, six, eight years. Try to upgrade a coach. And both of them, I mean, I mean, the Chiefs immediately hit a home run. It was a little harder to see with Kyle, but for someone that's watched basically every one of his press conferences, watched the way he conducted himself, the thing that I think's the most important, like if you, for those that, I mean, you, most people that follow football have seen Andy Reid now for like 20 years. He always acts the same. He's not too high, he's not too low. He's like a Belichick. You don't see him celebrating too much. You don't see him throwing stuff. He's very, very even keel. And in football, where everything that you could think of will go wrong, even more stuff ends up going wrong, that's kind of the personality you have to have. When you look at the best best NFL coaches, they're pretty flat-lined on the sideline. I've noticed with Kyle Shanahan, when they were losing, if you got one of his press conferences from his first season, when they were at one point in time before Jimmy showed up, like 1-9, and nine, and you looked at one of his press conferences this year when they were like 10-0, and 0, or whatever their record was, 10-1, and 1, or 7-0, and 0, or 13-2. and 2. Maybe they would have been 12-2, whatever. It was going really well this season, clearly. He always acts the same. Even after like the playoff week of Minnesota, going into the NFC Championship game, he looks the same. And it's, it's a quality for a younger coach that's usually rare. You see it in college football all the time. Guys are so up and down. And in the SEC's king of it, Kirby Smart, Jimbo Fisher, they're MFing everyone, they're screaming, they're high, they're low. I mean, Saban's like that too. Maybe it works in college. It does not work in the pros. You have to be consistent. And both these guys are really consistent. But they're just kind of there because they're one of the rare, both of them, the individuals, where the team tried to upgrade and they did. And there's just a huge element of luck to it. You know, like a, a good example, this is kind of like geeky basketball, the Sacramento Kings. They fired Dave Yeager, who's one of the best, best X's and O's coaches in the NBA. Now, he's kind of a politician weirdo, but he's an elite coach. I was listening to a podcast over the summer with Doc Rivers and Eric Spolstra, the Clippers coach and the Miami Heat coach. And he was with Woj. And Woj asked him, who was the toughest coach to game plan against or in-game adjustments against or out-of-bounds plays or whatever? Both of them, both of them said Dave Yeager. And they're like, whoa, I didn't know you were going to say that. Well, they hired Luke Walton because kind of it's kind of like a Harbaugh Tom Sula. They wanted everyone to be more happy and they wanted a more inclusive guy. And the Kings are one of the worst teams in the NBA. And I, I actually, when they hired Luke Walton, I was like, oh, that's, a good, that's a good hire. It shows you. Like people, I do this for a living. You guys are sports fans for a living. We all eat, breathe, and sleep this stuff. And there are so many times when a guy's hired. Besides, I mean, I'm, we'll even throw Andy Reid out a little bit. That was, he had a long resume of success. But the amount of guys like Kyle Shanahan that just don't work for whatever reason, you're like, I would have hired Kyle Shanahan too. Kyle Shanahan easily could have turned out to be like uh, Vance Joseph, like uh, Dirk Cutter, like, uh, who, like all the coaches that consistently fail. Pat Shermer, maybe the second time around he'll figure it out. Nope, he's still terrible. Joe Judge, you know, he's really impressive. He says he's a blue-collar guy. He wants to put on the pads. He wants to hit, and he wants to tackle, and he wants to do, the, uh, he wants to do uh, you know, all the drills to make guys tough. It, it's going to resonate with Jersey. I mean, there's a chance in two years he's won like six games, right? Like, I, I know McCarthy and Rivera are going to be solid. I, I have no clue. Like, Cliff Kingsbury, I think he's decent, but if you tell me he's never going to win more than six games— in the next two years, I'd believe you because it's really hard. It is really, really difficult to figure out first time head coaches. 
and even sometimes the second, the quote-unquote retreads, and I don't like to use the term retread with guys that win. Like, Andy wasn't a retread. He was just a guy whose time ran out in Philly and needed a new shot. Same with Mike McCarthy. Like, he had 12 years or whatever in Green Bay. It was just time. Even kind of Ron Rivera. They got a new owner. It, it was just time for a breakup. But to me, all those guys, Andy had been to a Super Bowl. Rivera had been to a Super Bowl. McCarthy had won a Super Bowl. Like, they, they'd proven they could lead an operation. You knew what you were getting. But mostly, look at this hiring cycle. Joe Judge, no freaking clue. The dude was doing special teams. Matt Rule, he his introductory press conference, I was ready to strap it up. He could be a royal failure. Like Kyle Shanahan, I, I was impressed and I always thought it was going to turn. But I, I kept thinking, like, he better win now. And you know what? He didn't just win now. He kicked everyone's ass. And we're getting this matchup, and it is a really, really exciting uh, coaching matchup. And it all led... Because once upon a time, the Chiefs and the 49ers, just like most teams in the league, they get to this point every several years, tried to upgrade, and they nailed their hires. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into a couple moves that change football forever. And just like in anything, there are moves in this world that change things forever. I mean, Pearl Harbor was bombed. It ultimately led us to saving the world. 
I, I was Googling, you know, I got 8 million Apple products. I remember being in college at Cal Poly in like 05, 06 and buying the iPod. And remember the original iPod, they aren't like even the phones now. They were big. They were heavy, but they were badass because you could load all your music on the thing and walk around. So I was Googling today. In 2006, the iPod made more money for Apple than the Mac. It, it changed the company. A year later, they make the iPhone, and Apple's never looked back. Now I got iPads. I mean, they just, it, it changed the world. Let's just call it what it is. It changed the world. Well, there are two moves in this Super Bowl that ultimately changed the league. Because starting with the Chiefs, they were good. They had made the playoffs four of the first five years with Alex Smith. They had won the division definitely maybe twice, but definitely once. Part of it was a little skewed because Peyton Manning and the Broncos were unreal. But they were a good team. And Coach Reed, and I know this for a fact, he's told me, those guys love Alex. Matt Nagy, Coach Reed, Doug Peterson, they hold Alex to the highest level of esteem a human can. But they're not dumb. Like, he was, he had a ceiling as a football player. Like, there was only, there were certain levels of things that he was not going to be able to do. And when you want to win a Super Bowl and you know, well, I got to play Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Brady, some of these young cats, he, he doesn't have that in the bag. And they swung for the fences. And at the time when they swung for the fences to get Patrick Mahomes, it's easy to say now, whoa, that was an easy move. I don't think it was as easy. Definitely not around the league. Damn, they traded multiple ones to trade up for Patrick Mahomes, this guy from Texas Tech. It's probably going to go down as the best move in franchise history. Whether they win or lose this Super Bowl, in two seasons, he won an MVP, got him to back-to-back AFC Championship games, and got him to a Super Bowl. And, and let's be real, they're going to win a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes if he stays healthy. I just That feels like the most inevitable thing in sports. The 49ers are a little different because the Chiefs dictated that. They said, we need this guy, we want this guy, we love this guy, and they traded for him. The 49ers, and I tell people this with the Niners all the time, you better send Belichick Christmas cards every year until he passes away because he changed their franchise. When Kyle Shanahan got here, the 49ers had no quarterback. They cut Kaepernick, they brought in Hoyer, and the quarterback play was horrendous. Hoyer stinks. And they were, I think, 1-8. and eight. And they had just played the Philadelphia Eagles, and they had gotten boat raced. Now, that was the good Eagles team with Wentz, and they ended up getting the number one seed, ended up winning the Super Bowl. But it was like, geez, Louise, if that's the best team in the league or the NFC, the Niners are the worst team in the NFC. And it turns out they really were. I think they were 1-8 and eight at the time. And Belichick calls Kyle Shanahan and says, listen, I'm not going to bargain with you. I, I'm not looking to go back and forth. I want your second round pick. And I don't blame Belichick because, again, they were, it looked like they were headed for the number one overall pick. So that would have been pick 33. And I'll give you Jimmy Garoppolo. And a couple hours later, Jimmy Garoppolo is a 49er. And those two moves, Jimmy Garoppolo coming to the 49ers. And, and you listen, I'm not comparing Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a better player. But, and I think you see this on Twitter and you see the booger eaters arguing that Jimmy stinks. Jimmy does not stink. Is Jimmy a top five quarterback? No. Is Jimmy somewhere between seven and 15 on a given game? Sure. 
Some games he's 13, 14, 15 in the league. In other games, he's 4, 5, 6, somewhere in that range. I know his high end, like if the 49ers had done what they wanted to do, and that was sign Kirk Cousins before Belichick called. Think of the butterfly effect. If Belichick had not called and traded them Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins would have been on the 49ers. I will promise you, I would bet every penny I've ever earned in my life savings that the 49ers would not be in the Super Bowl. Because I'm watching a similar team in the Minnesota Vikings. You could argue, now their coach might not be as dynamic, but their talent is equally good, if not better, especially on offense. And they can't sniff. They miss the playoffs. And then this year, they're out in the, you know, I guess they did win a game, so I got to tip my hat to Cousins. But they have no chance to go to the Super Bowl. 49ers wouldn't be the Super Bowl. 49ers wouldn't be the what seed with Kirk Cousins. They would have been kind of like the Minnesota Vikings. Probably had some good years and been in the playoffs. And Kyle Shanahan would have got some credit. But ultimately, Kirk Cousins, like Alex Smith would have done to Coach Reed, put a ceiling on their franchise. Mahomes puts zero ceiling on the Chiefs. He gives them a ceiling as high as the as the moon. Jimmy, it's a little different, though I think some of us have to remember this is the first season start to finish Jimmy's ever started. He played 16 games, then two playoff games. Coming into the season, he had 10 career starts. And the, the numbers speak for themselves. Without Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Shanahan's like 4-20. With him, he's 21-5. and five. So clearly, Jimmy is really good, and with Kyle, he can make magic happen. But those two moves, and just, you go, well, John, you're just talking about the good. There's a lot of bad moves, too. I'm not even talking about those teams. When a move's made, we think, like, oh, that's a kind of a cool move. Like when the Bears traded up for Mitch Trubisky. I was like, wow, that's kind of bold. It's kind of blown up in Ryan Pace's face. When the Browns traded the pick that allowed the Houston Texans to get Deshaun Watson, I was like, you know, I, I like Deshaun Watson a lot at Clemson, but, you know, would I trade all that to get him at 10? Yes! Looking back now, yes! But at the time of these moves, you never truly know. Like when the Jets traded up to get Sam Darnold. We still have a lot of unknown with that, but that seems like a pretty good move. When the Bills traded up to get Josh Allen, I like that move too. I remember applauding the move when the Cardinals traded up to get Josh Rosen. That was a failure and a wasted move. So when these moves happen or these trades happen, we see it more on draft day trades with quarterbacks than midseason trades. Guys like Jimmy Garoppolo very, very rarely get traded. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like Matt Schaub, Kevin Cobb. But even there, like the Houston Texans, Matt Schaub really worked. It ended poorly, but it really worked. They were really good with him. They had a really good offense. The Kevin Cobb was a disaster. So at the time of a move, and we're always going to have opinions and be excited you never truly know. There are some, like, locks, right? When the Warriors got Kevin Durant. It's like, yeah, that's going to work. Like, I'll, I'll give you the baseball one. The Yankees signed Garrett Cole to, however, $300-plus dollars. I mean, it might work. It should work. But we've seen, a, we have enough examples these things don't consistently work. The Angels, I thought Albert Poole was, like, the best player I'd ever seen. Angels gave him $300 million. It's been one of the biggest flops in baseball history. And I was in Philly when we signed Nandi Asamoah. So when these moves happen, sometimes they transcend the league. And that's what the Patrick Mahomes did. Jimmy, I don't know if it transcended the league, but it definitely changed the 49ers franchise. And then the butterfly effect, because Jimmy, for whatever reason, tears his ACL week three. The Niners wouldn't have made the playoffs last year, but they wouldn't have been drafted number two overall if Jimmy had played 16 games. Then, because he tears his ACL, it leads them to Nick Bosa. 
It's kind of crazy how all the shit kind of works out. And at the time of every move, we always have an opinion. That's a good move. That's a bad move. That's a bold move. But when, when we can look back in a couple years, we go, wow, the Texans were a genius for getting Deshaun Watson. Ryan Pace, he would die to have that one back. And that's kind of what makes sports cool. And that's kind of symbolic as we get closer to this Super Bowl that the two biggest reasons they're there, uh, obviously Mahomes is the, you know, the reason the Chiefs took a huge step, but Jimmy stabilized the franchise is because trades were made. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into the quarterback carousel, and here's what I did. I picked the five guys that are really famous and potentially are either free agents like Brady or Rivers or Cam Dalton under contract but probably be traded, and then Jameis, who's also a free agent but kind of in a weird spot. And here's how I'm going to approach it. I'm going to say what I would do if I was the decision-maker for said team. Let's start with Tom Brady. If I was Belichick, there's no way for Belichick to get high in the draft. It's just not happening. There's too many teams that need quarterbacks, so he's not going to be able to get a Tua or Herbert. 
Like, would you rather have Rivers than Brady? No. Would you rather have Dalton than Brady? No. Would you rather have Jameis than Brady? Of course not. I would just bring back Tom Brady. I would make him a competitive offer. I would be aggressive and get better players on my offense and try to make another run. You only have so many opportunities to try to win a Super Bowl. And the Patriots, the AFC is not as good as the NFC. Beside the the Chiefs and the Ravens, who's even that good in the AFC? The Texans, or excuse me, the Titans have a ton of question marks because their quarterback's a free agent, their running back's a free agent, their running back's their best player. Uh, The Colts don't have a quarterback. Chargers might not have a quarterback. The Raiders and Broncos aren't that good. Like, it's pretty wide open. I would just bring back Tom Brady. Now, where it could get kind of complicated, because I understand if I'm Tom Brady, this it's not about the money, but it is about the money because the money equals respect. So if I'm Tom Brady, do I tell the Oakland Raiders, make me an offer? Would you pay me two years, $75 million? And just I just want to get the offer, right? Because life's all about... It's not what you're worth. It's about what you can negotiate. And I look at Belichick. I go, just will you match the two-year $75 million? That's what the Raiders think I'm worth. You don't think I'm worth that to you? Think of what I've done for your career, for this franchise. And if I'm Belichick, I, I would have a hard time with that because I'm going to be paying this guy $35 million when he's 44 years old. But I, I think you just have to bite the bullet and, and just take a swing. You're at the end of the road. You're basically in hole 18. You just It's a par five. Just try to try to birdie it, you know? It's it's your last hole. Why not? Philip Rivers. I don't think Dean Spanos will do this because he's petty and cheap. I would 100% just let him leave. Just start over. You're drafting high, draft a quarterback, and just start your franchise anew. You've had a great run with Rivers. Great would be strong. A good run with Rivers. Do him a solid. He's a high-character guy. Let him become a free agent. You don't really want him. I was... I did a radio hit with Gottlieb, who knows the charge well. They can't sell sick tickets with Philip Rivers. Just let him go. I would just let him go. I would just move on. Sometimes in life, you just got to move on. It's not about the value or you're hanging on for whatever reason personally. Just just break ties. Just go your separate ways. It's time. Cam Newton. I actually think this is a pretty easy one for Matt Rule. Matt Rule kind of gets a free year if you keep Cam Newton. Because, well, I'll just see what he has, see how healthy he is. And then no one's really judging you. If you cut Cam Newton or attempt to trade him, people immediately, your clock starts. Now, I get he's under contract and he's not going to get fired or anything, but we start judging him. And people like me love to criticize coaches because we can. Well, what quarterback are you going to get? What kind of offense are you going to run? A lot of pressure there is on Joe Brady. Instead, it's just Joe Brady kind of gets to ease into it, work with Cam. Matt Rule eases into it. I would just keep Cam for another year. That doesn't mean you still can't draft a guy or sign a veteran free agent or whatever. I would keep Cam, obviously, unless he's has a, an injury that will never be the same, but it doesn't feel like that's the case. Andy Dalton. This one's a little tricky. Clearly, the Bengals are going to draft Joe Burrow, number one overall. Right now, Andy Dalton, who actually has played well at many times in his career, his value is probably at an all-time low. Their team was atrocious. He got benched in the middle of the season. I'd hold on to him. So I draft Joe Burrow. What's Andy Dalton going to do? Bitch and moan? Like, he just, he'll show up if you tell him to show up, and even if he's got a rep with the twos. Be a good guy. Maybe wait till training camp. Again, this is risky. This is my probably my boldest move. Guys always get hurt in training camp. His value would go back up. So instead of giving him away for a six-round pick, 
Maybe you can get like a third or fourth come training camp when teams get desperate because guys get injured. Now, then you kind of get into a tough spot. You don't want Andy Dalton around with Joe Burrow once the season starts, but you, you could always pawn him off then. His value to me is literally nothing, and I don't want to cut a guy like Andy Dalton because he does have some value and he's under contract. Jameis Winston. This is the toughest one because he's a fascinating player to watch. He can score. He can throw the ball deep, but he turns the ball over at historic rates. And 30-plus picks, like, listen, a, a terrible season is like 22, 23, 24 picks. He cruised to 30-plus interceptions. Can you imagine if they just had Andy Dalton, a Cam, just a guy that they could function with that wouldn't turn it over that much? Maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the playoffs. Bruce Arians is not, this is not a long-term thing. He's trying to win now. Now, if I was Bruce Arians, I'd either know, here's a piece of information that I don't know. Does Bruce Arians believe that he can fix Jameis Winston. I'd lean no. Now, I did see Carson Palmer, who's been on the show, tell Rich Eisen that he thought that he could be somewhat fixed because his first season with Arians, he threw a bunch of picks. Because Arians kind of tells you, go bombs away. And when you go bombs away, it can make it a little complicated, especially for a guy like Jameis who turns it over. I would lean keeping him for a season, but the moment I think I can get, if, if Phillip Rivers wants in, I'm taking him. If I can get Ryan Tannehill, I'm taking him. Because I, I, I can't go to the playoffs with a guy who might throw 30 picks again. For as great as his five touchdown games are and his deep bombs to Evans and, and Godwin, I, I can't function with a guy that's turning it over that much. So I, I'm, I'm loosely keeping him. I can always yank the franchise tag, trying to upgrade. And if I can't, I, I'm just rolling it back. Because again, I, I am trying to win. But it's going to be a fascinating thing because I think in reality, I think Brady plays the market and presses their hand. I'll be a little surprised if they actually let Rivers just quote-unquote walk. That's not Dean Spanos' style. Cam Newton, I don't know Matt Rule. These situations, it seems like a guy usually likes to just kind of blow it up and start from scratch. So I would guess he'd be cut. Andy Dalton will probably be traded in March. My thing is they're not going to get much back from him. And Jameis, I, I, I don't know. He, he's the, really the great wild card in the league. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. 
Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's go, uh, let's go a little Middlecoff mailbag here. I got a bunch of questions, so why don't we ask them? Or answer them. You ask them. At John Middlecoff is my Instagram. I, I know we got new listeners, so just slide up in the DMs if you got a question football-related. Hell, I get a lot of random questions, but most of them are football. Are we sure the Lions won't just stay put at number three and pick Tua or Herbert? The franchise is stale and has been for years. You know what the ceiling is with Stafford, and he's only got one more year of high-guaranteed money. Not to mention the coach GM are on the hot seat. Isn't that at least worth considering drafting Tua, sit him for a year, and then pass the franchise to him in 2021? Well, it's not crazy at all. I, I would say on my last topic about the quarterbacks, if Matt Stafford became available, that, that would change a lot of stuff. I, I mean, I think teams like the Raiders, the Chargers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – the Carolina Panthers, there would be a lot of teams interested. Why not just take Tua, what if he's ready to play, and just play him and get and trade Stafford for picks? That that doesn't seem crazy to me. Uh, I, I thought it was a lock they would trade back. But yeah, the more more I thought about it, you're right, they're on the hot seat. You factor in, you know, Stafford was banged up last year. They're just so desperate to win. I, I don't think it's out of the realm possibility at all. I think it's safe to say everything's on the table early in the draft. I think everyone think thinks it's a lock. The Redskins draft Chase Young at four, at two. What if they traded back a couple spots and still got Chase Young at like four? What if some teams got to two and three and they just moved back a couple spots and let everyone take quarterbacks and they still got their guy? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Hey, John, love the podcast. The Bay Area, has the Bay Area forgiven Jed York? During the NFC Championship ceremony, I thought it was interesting. He shifted the attention to the Shanahan pretty quick as he thought he was anticipating getting booed. I don't think he was anticipating getting booed. I, I think he knows that everyone's in a pretty good mind. I mean, when you go when you go 13-3 and and then you host, you're the number one seed, and then you go to the Super Bowl. I think it was more, that is one of the best moments of Jed York's ownership. It was just smart. Sometimes Jed, over the years, has kind of lacked a feel for the room. He, he said, I mean, one of the beside firing Harbaugh, he once said, win with class. And that's something around here we made fun of him for a long time. I know the media wants everyone just to draft high-character guys. If you draft high-character guys, you'll lose. If that's your entire team. Like, you, you got to have a balance. It's just a reality of the sport. 
And he said that after they hired fired Harbaugh, it was a disaster. You just Jed, no one cares about class. The the Harbaugh 49ers were rock stars around here. They had scumbags on that team. Chris Culliver chased a dude down a street with brass knuckles. Ray McDonald beat up his girlfriend multiple times. Bruce Miller, the fullback, uh, beat up an old guy at Fisherman's Wharf. Like They had a team full of criminals. No one gave a shit when they were winning. It, Alden Smith I mean, got arrested like every other week. I'm not saying that's right, but that's just a reality of life. The media is the one that freaks out about that stuff. Fans don't care if you win. It's just proven. It, it really is. So, yeah, I'd say, I don't know if he's been fully forgiven, but he definitely is not still in the doghouse. 49er playoff run feels like the Panthers' run in 2015. 15-1, cruised through the regular season and blew out people in the NFC. Obviously disappointed in the Super Bowl, eight-point favorite against the Broncos. Kansas City D will commit your run. Can Jimmy make the throws to win, commit to the run? Oh, I got you. I would say the difference was, and I was at that, I was at that Super Bowl. And I put, listen, I go through stretches of gambling. My problem with gambling is I don't really get a high from like a $50 bet. So for me to gamble, it's got to be like two, three, four hundred $400. And anyone knows that gambles like, you can, I mean, if you go through a cold streak, you can lose a couple of grand. That's post-tax money. But I bet like $1,500 on the Denver Broncos that week. And it was because their defense was elite. And I was covering the Raiders at the time, so I'd seen them live. This Chiefs team, like, when you have an elite defense, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if this team, the Chiefs, don't have an elite defense. So I, that's where the comparison... I also think the Niners team is more dynamic than that Cam Newton team. I know Cam Newton had won the Super Bowl, or excuse me, the MVP, but... The Niners are just more of a normal offense. I mean, they were dependent. I think Cam had 10 rushing touchdowns. Not a crazy comparison, but I, I don't know. It feels like this Niner team is just more complete. Now that Cam Newton was better than Jimmy, uh, Luke Keekley was elite. I mean, they had really good players, but I don't know. It just It feels a little different because, I, again, I bet against Carolina. I wouldn't feel comfortable betting against the Niners. I, I I wouldn't bet the Super Bowl just because I think it's a true coin flip game. I mean, the Chiefs are favored. The Niners are the underdog. That, that to me, is the difference. The Panthers were a heavy favorite. I don't think it was eight. I think it was like six. But the Niners are legitimately a one-point underdog at the last time I checked. The Vikings coming up short again this year in the buzzsaw San Francisco. Who should they be looking at in the draft? Wide receiver, corner, O-line, and eventually, hopefully, replacing Cousins? Well... I'm trying to think. You just got Kubiak. You have a running back. You got two sweet wide receivers. You got a couple tight ends. You can always get better offensive line. Uh, you're off, your defensive ends are still sweet. Your linebackers are good. You could probably draft a corner. I would either go offensive line or corner, just off the top of my head, but without diving deep into like their contract status, who's a free agent. feels like all these guys are under contract. Cook's under contract. Cousin's under contract. Thielen's under contract. Diggs under contract. Rudolph got an extension. Irv Smith's a rookie. Uh, Kendrick's under contract, Barr's under contract, Daniel Hunter's under contract, Harrison Smith's under contract. All their just guys are under contract. John Lynch has always been my favorite player and has been on the cusp of making the Hall of Fame as a player for a while. Do you think his work as a GM pushes him over the edge? Is it contingent on a Super Bowl win? Well, I, I, think, the, I think the Hall of Fame in general has gotten diluted. 
Uh, I saw a quote from Deion Sanders, and I thought he was dead on. The Hall of Fame used to be reserved for the elite of the elite. Montana, Deion Sanders, Mean Joe Green, Walter Payton. Like, it was the cream of the crop. It was just like, that's the best. The Michael Jordans, right? The Mickey Mantles. Like, you said a name, it resonates. They've let in a lot of guys over the last handful of years that, you know, it, to me, is John Lynch a Hall of Fame player? He's actually closer than some of these guys get in. Like, when I think the Hall of Fame, I think I think John Lynch before I think, like, Bill Cowher. I, honestly, I never thought Tony Dungy was a Hall of Fame coach. Nice guy. Good coach. Hall of Fame. Jerome Bettis, Hall of Fame. Tim Brown, like, Tim Brown kind of just accumulated a lot of numbers. Again, good player. Andre Reed. When I think Hall of Fame, I think Jerry Rice, right? I, I, I think the great, I think Terrell Owens. I think we're, Antonio Brown until he lost his mind. Huge fan of the podcast. Have two thoughts for you to chew on. Have you ever thought about bringing Colin on the podcast and contesting, contesting his hot takes? We all know that some are out there. Uh, no, I, I have not. Two, that's why he has a show, to have his takes. For the gamblers, have you ever considered a segment like Collins' Blazing Five? You have a unique take and briefly touched upon some of the picks, but never nothing concrete for gamblers. Yeah, not a bad idea. Maybe I could have a specific gambling topic or segment next year. I kind of do that at the end of all the podcasts, right, when I, uh, when I go over the lines, but probably could get a little more specific. I appreciate the insight and the, the thought. Do you think the Packers will acquire weapons for Rodgers that will solve our problem of being the worst thirteen and team, the worst thirteen and three team ever? It seems like old Rodgers will continue to regress unless he has someone to throw to that isn't named Adams. Side note: Should we? Will we cut Jimmy Graham? Yeah, I think Jimmy's done. They, they just need to get some wide receivers. Maybe sign like an Emmanuel Sanders and, and draft a guy because you, Rodgers can still play. He just needs help. So get him help. Like you, you got two more years of Rodgers, maybe where he's still playing at a pretty high level. But if your only option is Devontae Adams, you got issues. Uh, Devontae's my guy. He's like my favorite player in the league. But you need more than that. I'm a big LA guy, and will USC ever get back to college football supremacy, or at least consistently in the top ten or fifteen, or is it over for the whole Pac-12 and the South will rule college football? Second, I'm a Raider fan. Who should we draft and go after in free agency? Is there a way I can get rid of Tareer Whitehead? I would say USC is not going to be in the top 10 until they get a better coach. Like, you're not winning anything big with Clay Hilton. We know that. It's it's not even opinion. It's a fact. Free agent, I haven't even looked at the list of free agents, so I, I can't even go there. Draft, the Raiders have two picks, I think 12 and 19. I would imagine they go middle linebacker. They desperately need speed at linebacker. If your linebackers are slow, your defense is slow. And they just they don't they haven't had linebackers since I've been around them for the last 10 years and probably a wide receiver. They they don't with Antonio Brown going off the deep end. Waller's a good player, Terrell Williams a good player, Hunter Renfro's a solid slot receiver, but god, they they need a number 1 wide receiver. The good thing is loaded wide receiver draft. Absolutely loaded wide receiver draft, so they should have a chance to solve, you know, some of their problems. Huge fan of your work and appreciate the no BS takes. We do no BS takes here on 3 and Out. I like it. What do you think is the best path forward for the Cowboys receiving court? Amari sounds like he is going to get a deal done. 
but do you think it will be lower since he has been consistently injured and on the sideline? Gallup has emerged as a dude, but do they add more in the draft or grab some free agent talent to give? Dak has some weapons. Here's the problem. Amari is a free agent, and so is Dak. So if you sign both those two guys, their salaries, Dak's was nothing this year. It was like a million dollars. Might even have been a little less. Amari's was making decent money because he was on his fifth-year option, but combined, if Dak makes $30 million next year and Amari makes $16 million, bye-bye cap space. I don't. Where else do you go? I, I like Amari. I no longer love Amari. I would be hesitant to pay him huge money. He is really talented. I think in a perfect world, he's a great number two. I don't love him as a number one. Like just the one thing keeps coming up. Is he the toughest guy in the world? I think we have evidence he's not. And when I look for a really good wide receiver who I can depend on when times get, is he a war daddy? And for example, Antonio Brown, who's nuts and is losing his mind, you could depend on Antonio Brown in games. Julio Jones, I can depend, uh, Hopkins, I can depend on Tyree Kill. These guys play hard. Amari sometimes like checks out, and it's just, it's hard given the money you have to pay him. Lifelong Falcons fan, knowing what we don't have, the personnel to consistently run the Seattle cover two scheme, Trufant not a shutdown, no consistent number two corner, love Debo, he's not a Bobby Wagner, and Neil, bless his soul, is always hurt. Do you think... It was a good idea to draft Isaiah Simmons and move toward a hybrid 3-4 scheme, especially consider he's coaching for his job. Well, I probably missed some words there because thinking about it when I was reading it, I don't even know if it made sense, but I, I know what you were asking, is that you can't change your scheme. when you, He's a defensive guy. He's a 4-3 coach. You can't just flip it to a 3-4. I mean, Belichick can. You know, Kyle and Andy can flip offenses, but most coaches don't have that in the bag. So I would say, yeah, in a perfect world, I would do that. But I, I don't think it's they're capable because their head coach isn't capable. And who do they have on the staff that's capable of doing a switch like that? So I, I would say, no, you're just going to have to run the Seattle scheme. To me, their issue is like their offense started slow. Dan Quinn's proven that he can coach guys up. Uh, I, I actually think that, that Tampa is a sleeper, going to be a lot better team next year, just given they're not going to start as slow. So I I think Dan Quinn's proven he at least has some idea of what he's doing. He's not the village idiot like it looked like when he was 1-7. Now, would I have kept him? I, you know, I think when you looked at the landscape, who are they going to replace him with? So I guess in a roundabout way, they're not going to change their defense, or at least I'd be shocked if they did. You're just going to have to roll with it and just try to play better and have your players that, you know, your good players that you do have because you have a roster that is pretty talented, make plays and not start slow and give yourself a chance to, you know, to make a run at the playoffs. Appreciate everyone listening. Three and out podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, Super Bowl week next week. I'll be there Monday. I think the plan is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll do three podcasts, Super Bowl week. Follow me on Insta. I'll be, a, I'll be all around Miami, just rubbing elbows with the people, trying to find Joe Montana. Adios. See ya. Godspeed. Enjoy the weekend. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, 
That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees. The Weber Works Prep cook and store system keeps cooking supplies handy, and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust Resistant.